Michael, I I just got back from a, a, a huge team meeting. It's been it's been a rough weekend over over here at Dead Team headquarters. Um, it's it, it was a rough Sunday. I'll tell you what. I my whole team is is has this whole the past couple weeks at least has been really advocating for Josh Allen. They're all buddy buddy with him. Um, Ever since Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup's Josh Allen's best friend. I don't know if you knew that, but ever since Michael Gallup joined my team, it's uh, he's been really pushing for it, and uh, everyone else is starting to realize, yeah, uh, this Josh Allen guy is is pretty good. He's a lot better than Deshaun Watson. So when I started Deshaun Watson this week, and he uh, he went for eight for twenty nine, one sixty nine yards, an interception, and a fumble, um, everyone was pretty upset. Uh, five points—that's not what we need, and. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Josh Allen's getting 256, three touchdowns, 56 yards rushing and a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, 44 points here, 44 points. Um, so they're all upset at me. Joe, I mean, I had I had good pals like Joe Mixon. Like he came up to me and he was like, hey, coach, I, hey, coach slash I'm, I'm a bunch of things, coach owner. Um, and he said, I, I, I know everyone's on your on your ass about this, but I'm going to go out there. And I'm going to score you some points. And he did. He did well, um, but then you had people like Allen Robinson who were who, who just refused to go out there and do anything for me. Uh, he 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 said he was protesting. He was he, he wasn't going to do anything because of it, and just a lot of a lot of bad things happening over here in my camp. Um, as far as updates go, I Deshaun doesn't want to get dropped. I don't think I'm going to drop him, but it, it's very possible he gets benched this week. We'll see. Wow. I'm glad you guys were able to work it out. I know Deshaun overall, he's a good guy. Um, I think he's just had some, some tough weeks here for you. And uh, Josh Allen, he's, he's itching for it. He's ready to get out there. Um, you've had a tough time. You're, you're either super hot or super cold. And uh, yeah, Allen Robinson just hates, hates when your team's cold. He's a front runner. That's what he is. And that's unfortunate for your team, but and Dalvin Cook didn't you know, he didn't really perform very well unfortunately for you 26 yards on the ground imagine what that would be without a touchdown yeah. you were outperformed by almost every single position group except for your guy Joe Mixon but yeah not your best showing this week unfortunately no dead no. team dead team not very dead once again and i think uh everyone was missing derrick henry this week too uh we missed you derrick come back soon i mean you're coming back this week but derrick I mean, everyone needs a week off at some point <laughs> unfortunately yeah i think they should yep. get rid of bye weeks and i'm sick of i'm sick of bye weeks i want i want these team i want these players to put be pushed to the limit <laughs> are you done yeah okay <laughs> well, week 12 rice dynasty podcast uh john's dead team he's had a rough go of it you know some teams have had rough goes of it other teams have been pretty lucky like mr adante over there who given he scored 136 this week pretty darn good second highest in the league 
but we've had some pretty lucky teams. We've had some pretty unlucky teams. John and I are going to do our annual breakdown of the luckiest and unluckiest team in the Rice Dynasty League. So how this is going to work, John and I are each going to nominate teams for the categories. We'll debate, we'll discuss, and we'll decide which one wins. So, John, what is your nomination for the three unluckiest teams in the Rice Dynasty? All right. As far as unlucky teams go, you know, I mean, this is what started the discussion last year. We, there, Everyone was arguing about how unlucky they were last year, and we eventually gave it to Max, um, who was very unlucky. Um, I do think Max, uh, he's the defending unlucky champion, and I do believe he, he is up there once again. Um, he's, he's had some very unfortunate losses um some very unfortunate missteps with i mean his whole season started off pretty unlucky with the fact that he had to wait for melvin gordon who was who was being an idiot and thought he could he thought he could sneak money from the chargers when he couldn't he had to wait for cream hunt because he was an idiot last year he had to wait for a lot of his players at the beginning of the year but now we're getting into the part of the year where his team's actually doing super well um but he had to face me last week. I dropped 155. Uh, he's 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 having some rough matchups here. He lost by eight here to Chris this week. Um, just some unfortunate missteps. I don't think I don't know if he's the unluckiest team, but I think he's one of the unluckiest teams. So I'm nominating him. That's nomination number one, and I would agree. Nomination number two, John. Um, myself. Um, I I'm up the I got two very high numbers next to my name, Michael. 1390, 1375. Um two very high numbers, but unfortunately, 1375, not good. Matters matters a little more than 1390 um, there's a little stretch where I lost to Michael. He scored 141. I scored 123. Lost to Tom. He scored 155. Tanking Tom. Um, I lost to Charlie by one point. He scored 127. I scored 126. Uh, there's just some some areas where I was having pretty good weeks. I was I was I was putting up numbers that would uh, allow me to beat a lot of these other teams, but I, I was unfortunately I unfortunately had a hard matchup, or I was just just wasn't close enough, um, and I was victim to Alex's best week as well as Tom's. So um, those two are the worst teams in the league, and they decided to turn up for both of the times I played them. It's hard to argue with that, considering, yes, Tom and Alex, two of the lowest scoring teams in the league. Tom more so by choice, but Alex, his team goes off once in a blue moon. It just happened to be against you. Mm-hmm. Kind of an unfortunate day. And the same day where your team just kind of died. Dead team. Dead RIP. Team. But <laughs> uh, any more nominations for unluckiest team? I'm going to go... Uh, let's see here. I think... Cause, I have a nomination, but unless okay. you have someone's picked out, I'm I'm probably gonna do Quinn. My my, I think Anthony is up there, but he still has a very good record um, because okay. he's been very unlucky with injuries, and but he's still winning, and he's had a lot of points against him as well. Um, hmm. 
and just some unfortunate Patrick Mahomes injury, like all those running backs have been injured at some point this year, um, literally, except Nick Chubb, probably. Uh, but James Conner, Alvin Kamara, Leonard, I guess Leonard Fournette hasn't been injured either. He's just been like cruising. Um, but I'm going to go Quinn. Okay. Um, I'd like to throw Tom in the mix. Okay. I really would. Um, I'm looking at Tom. His first, so I'll read off his first four, his first four weeks. Okay. 115.9, 100, 105, 96. And guess what his record was? It was Owen, Owen something, right? Yeah, it was Owen four. He scored 103 times in the first four weeks. And the fourth time he scored 96 and he lost by a point. And then in week three, Max scored 136 on him. Week two, I beat him by four points. Week one, Chris scored 197 on him. Max, or Tom, excuse me. Tom has had a very tough go of it this year. Our defending champion. And has hence decided to tank. And I can't blame him. So... Tom has had a really rough go of it. I don't think he's the unluckiest. I just had to throw him in there because he's had a really tough year. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with you there. I think that's more unlucky than Quinn. Quinn's just had some unlucky injuries here and there. Um, but yeah, Tom Tom definitely at the beginning of the year, I think was top runner for for unluckiest team. Um, I think tor- towards the end weeks, he sort of just started scoring like, 80 every week so he felt less unlucky because it was like oh maybe tom actually isn't that good this year uh, right but he was he was winning some games like he scored 155 against me he scored 149 against quinn or someone so he was he was he, he still had a good team and you know we've had him high in the power rankings this whole year basically so he mm-hmm. he has been just knowing yeah. he was pretty unlucky that he has the players he has the players so what is your pick for unluckiest team um uh I don't know. I think it's I think it's between me and Tom. Okay. Um, I, so my case was strong, huh? I do think it was. Yeah. I just think I think Max has been sorta unlucky, but I think his team's still I think like five and six is right where his team at the beginning of the year we would have predicted his team to be. Um yeah. so I think and he still had some really cool weeks and he's and his team is like really lighting it up now. So, and I think he still will make playoffs. Um, whereas, yeah, I don't know. Tom, I mean, for Tom, it's more, I'm still going to make playoffs too. So, um, unluckiest feels kind of wrong for me too, because Tom literally got so unlucky that he is tanking for last place now. I'm going to say it's you. Okay. Uh, you should be up in the buy discussion. You should be in conversation for a buy. You should be right up with me, Chris, and Anthony, and a Dante, I guess, um, for top of the league. Can I make a case that a Dante is the unluckiest team? Is that fair? How? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Honestly, we well, next year he might. Actually, be. no. I can make that case. I, I can make the case. I think because yeah, he's not going to win the playoffs. And he is not going to get a draft pick. That's that's good now. Yeah, I would. If he didn't make the trade with you to the Dak Prescott trade, I think I would have. I think he'd be a little more unlucky. Well, maybe I don't know. He's just got a full team now, which works for him, and has been working for him and winning him games. Um, I agree. 
So I like, well, I'll talk about it with my power rankings later, but I do think Adante is a legitimate threat to win this league now because of that trade. But I do think it put him in a worse position going forward. You really think he's in? He's a legitimate threat to win the league. Yeah, I do. Okay, we'll talk about yeah. it. I'm excited. All right, I'm excited too because I gotta hear this. <laughs> um, okay, the nominations for luckiest team in the league. Adante. <laughs> Adante is definitely on that list. Um, with only, gosh, less than 1,200 points scored. And uh, I'll read you the other teams with 1,200 points, less than 1,200 scored. Charlie, Quinn, Alex, and Tom. And Tom's doing it intentionally. He could have over 1,200 at this point. Um, yeah, not, not the greatest number of points scored, but only 1,000 points scored against him. No one else even has – let's see. Does anyone even have 1,100? I, Chris and I do. Okay. Well <laughs> – those are the other two nominations, actually, for luckiest team. No, I'm not. I'm not putting Chris as luckiest team because he has the most points scored. That's not fair. You can't be the luckiest team and have the most points for. Um, now, now I'm kind of wanting to. I'm just. I'm seeing some things where I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Um, you know what? Yeah, Chris is going to be the other one. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a Dante, it's me, and it's Chris. I'll make my own case for luckiest team in the league. Tyree Kill came from back from the dead. Like everyone thought, this man was going to be suspended from the league forever, and I got the trade with John to make it work. Um, so that was pretty great. Mike Evans turned into a beast for me, so that was awesome. A guy that you know I thought would be a decent starter turned into the number one receiver in the league. So. Those are good things. Um, I will say some things haven't gone perfectly for me. Le'Veon Bell has been a bit of a disappointment. Devontae Adams missed a ton of time. Tyreek Hill missed a bunch of time too. You got to remember, those guys have combined to miss like 10 weeks. That's a lot of time. Evan Ingram's missed at least three weeks. Um, my rookies haven't exactly blown up in a way that they're startable every week yet. Dang, um, and you're still 8-3. and three. Insane. <laughs> Yeah, so in that regard, I'm kind of lucky, but in the other way, I haven't been super lucky. My team has not stayed healthy. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky in that regard, so I'm definitely up there. But David Johnson turned into an absolute dud. This guy's dead. He's awful. Oh, yeah. yikes. Yeah, apparently Kenyon, Kenyon Drake's just... Kenyon Drake was more exciting to watch, too. Kenyon Drake just seems like he wants it more. He looks better. Yeah. He really does. He's faster. He looks more athletic. He can catch the ball better. Yeah. He's better. Lastly, Chris Brenton. <clears throat> Let me get up on my uh, soapbox here for a moment. All right, here we go. Uh, Chris Brenton traded away David Johnson at the perfect time and got Cooper Cup, who's a top 10 receiver in the league. Chris Brenton traded away Marlon Mack. At the perfect time. Not only did he get Josh Jacobs, who might be the best fantasy valued player in the league outside of his other player, Christian McCaffrey, he also got a first round pick out of that. And it's Alex's, which will be top five. He also got Quinn's first round pick, which will be top five. 
And you got my first round pick, which will not be top five most likely, but is pretty darn good. Not only that, Mark Andrews has exploded this year. A guy who nobody thought was going to do that much, but he's a stud. He really, I mean, he is. He's a top five tight end. And he also has 27-year-old Darren Waller, who he got in a trade, to be fair. But 27-year-old Darren Waller is the number four tight end in fantasy. He also traded for Keenan Allen. And you know what he gave up, John? Nothing. (laughs) A box of chips. A waiver pick. That's what he gave up. Nothing. Nothing. So, yeah. Chris, you've had... Oh, go We're at the point where Alex Erickson should not be on a team, Charlie. Just drop him. (laughs) Just drop him. This guy's pathetic. He's a 27-year-old wide receiver four who's never going to do anything. Yeah. And this is... Okay. AJ Green's still out, and he's doing nothing. So... It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I'm biased here. I, I don't think Chris should win luckiest team because he's he has scored the most points for, but I can't say he anticipated that. Also, he got the best of Austin Eckler. That That's pretty lucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. He got the best of Eckler and then traded him. See, my issue, I think both you, I think this has to go to Adante because I think both you and Chris is like, lucky spots more to me are translating to like you guys both were really good owners with your trades um like the more you list these out the more i'm like okay you guys both like you guys both like just stole the show and made your teams super elite with your trades chris took i mean in your situation you made your team super elite chris just took advantage of of the players that were elite and he thought weren't going to be elite going forward either um which was super smart. I think both of you guys are more, more than lucky. More than lucky, you guys are also really smart fantasy football owners. I think Dante is completely lucky. He literally just is seven and four because the teams he faced scored like less than one hundred every week, basically, and he also scored less than one hundred. I think Adante is more, more the sense of the word of lucky than both of you guys. I think you guys have some luck in there, but I think both of you guys have been uh, like great um, alongside lucky. Very smart. Wow. I'm just looking down the line at what Adante's teams have scored against him. All right, so I'll go way forward down. 86, 66, 70, 91, 114. He still won that week. 82. 116, he lost that week in 82. <laughs> so that's insane. Yeah, there's no way he can't win the luckiest team. Like he is straight up just lucky. Like you guys have you both you and Chris have made some smart moves. Some of them you got lucky on, but Adante is just straight up lucky that he's this mm-hmm. good. Um and he, he's had three teams score a hundred on him all year. Yeah, like he's lucky he's even in the like there's a possibility if things go different ways, he could not be in a playoff spot right now at all, which is crazy. So Absolutely. That's the schedule though. It just works out sometimes. Yep. Okay. So the winners. Adante, luckiest team. No one's surprised by that. And John George, unluckiest team of the Ooh. year. Congratulations. <laughs> God, I remember last year when it was you or your Max, and now I'm here. And uh, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It does not feel good, no. Uh, okay. Yeah, fun. Is it time to rank in order of power? Yes, in order of the power of each team. Um, God, what the... 
All right, number ten's. Where do we put Tom? T- yeah, put this Tom? is the this is the great question. Just go out, say it. Where where do we put Tom? Because Tom scored forty. He or something. He scored forty eight. Um, he honestly had like a fantastic tank this week. Uh, pretty good job, Tom. Uh, <laughs> 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 but he. Um, uh, yeah, if he would have started the players he was going to start, he would have beaten you, which is yep. his team did really well this week. Um, really, really well. Mark Ingram did well. Elliot did well. Michael Thomas continues to be insane. DJ Shark, Calvin Ridley. I mean, yeah, it's everybody. Ev- everybody. Well. Everybody popped off for Tom. So it's like hard to put him at 10, but I just want to put him at 10. So I did because I, <laughs> I put him at yeah, 10 because I, he's not putting himself in the competition right now. So I think he's just automatically number 10 because he wants to be. So I'll give it to him. I agree. I'm giving him what he wants. Um, dang, this team next year looks kind of scary. Yeah. Think about it. He's going to have two. I mean, even if you finish, say you finish fifth, that's still two top six picks to add this team. One being the number one pick in the draft. So I don't know. That's probably Swift, who's going to be an instant starter. Um, I have already started scouting ahead for next year. Of course. So everyone knows. Of course. Or Jerry Judy, one of those guys, or Melvin Gordon, whoever you want. Anyway, he's going to have an instant starter at running back or receiver next year to add to this insane team. Like, I don't know. If you put Elliot Ingram, Lindsey, like uh, Thomas, Shark, Ridley, uh, God, and then Noah Font looks really good. Like, this team could easily come back and reset the league next year, but for now he's ten. Uh, he actually can't reset the league next year because uh, he because he needs three overall wins, right? I thought it was two in three years, or is it three overall? It's two wins? in a row or three overall. Two in a row or three. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, so, well, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, the only person who can reset the league next year is going to be, because Tom, I think, is a, is officially eliminated from playoffs now, so he cannot reset I the league. No league reset this year officially, and the only person who can reset it next year is whoever wins this year. Mm. Uh, so we'll see. Okay. Um, Who's your nine? My nine is... Uh, it's weird. <laughs> See, these last three were weird to me. It's Alex, still. Oh, okay. I know he had a good week, but um, I'm less impressed with his talent. Him and Charlie are super even here. I'll be honest. Um, I guess Kalen Kalen Blage is going to go for ten carries for nine carries for nine yards and a touchdown. <laughs> um. Huge week for Blage. Yeah, of course. I mean, I was like looking at these, and I was like, "Of course, Blage has a touchdown against me. That's that's the that's what he's going to do when he's facing me." Um, right. But John Brown's good. Wish I wish I would have taken all those trades where Chris wanted offered me John Brown. <laughs> Guy's amazing. John Brown is a star. oh yeah. Um, apparently, Josh Allen and John Brown have a bromance. So. Um. I'm I'm pretty pretty jealous. I don't have them to have that nice little wide receiver duo. Uh, but yeah, Alex's team had a very nice week. Obviously, um, God, he has Jimmy. He has Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, Mitch Trubisky, Colt McCoy. What the? 
Why is Colt McCoy still on his team? <laughs> he has six quarterbacks, and actually, Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo are both start are very startable, like top ten quarterbacks at this part in the league. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Drop Colt McCoy, spend your waiver money, go get a stud or two. Actually, go spend fifty dollars each on Scarborough and Williams, and then contend, Alex. Yeah, come on. I don't know how good Scarborough is going right. to be going forward, but. Uh, I think you'll be fine. I think both eh, maybe both of them are just like end of the year pickups though so that might suck but he might as well just steal them from the rest of us (laughs) you might as well I mean you got the waiver money to do it play spoiler yeah well the the, we we both know the person who should be doing this is a Dante because he has nobody on his pension he should just (laughs) yeah he really should he should spend all his waiver money and just go get these guys but Will he? Eh, I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, um, I actually have Quinn at nine. That sucks. I hate to do this because I like Quinn. I like his team. But if Jordan Howard's out and Marlon Mack is out, who's he going to play? Nobody. Tony Pollard. He doesn't have anybody left. (laughs) Rasheem Mostert, Colonel Mustard, like... Peyton Barber, Patrick Laird, like, Tony Pollard is honestly he's his probably his best. Patrick play Laird, dude. Patrick Laird <laughs> sucks. Stop. If someone's wearing wearing number forty two at running back, <laughs> I can't take them seriously. Patrick Laird. Uh, no, I don't know who Quinn's gonna start. Like George Kittle's still out. Like Hunter Renfro looks nice. I think he caught another touchdown this week. Gosh darn it. Uh, no, he didn't, but he had 66 yards receiving. Why did I trade Hunter Redfro? It's so stupid. Um, Quinn's at nine. Uh, Quinn's not even at eight for me. Charlie is. Uh, but I didn't wow. realize all this stuff was happening to Quinn's team. Lots of outs. So maybe Quinn should be nine, honestly. Um, uh, yeah, Charlie. God, Charlie barely pulled off a win this week. Um, he has he has Kenyon Drake, who's been who's been uh, pretty good since he went to the Cardinals, obviously. But the rest of his team doesn't impress me. I think he won because Jamison Crowder randomly had or Jamison Crowder. Jeez, what the hell is happening to this guy? He's 18, good. 16, 16. Jamison Crowder, he's here. I tried to trade for him earlier in the year, and he wouldn't do well, it. Well, he's smart, Michael. This is. <laughs> this guy's the smartest person in our league. He knows what's going to happen. Um, yeah, my I still Charlie's got some players, but this is the first time he scored over 100 in a while. I feel like. I agree. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, he's been scoring in the 80s, 90s. Week six was the last time he scored over 100. It's been a while. So his team is fine. He. <laughs> You're a big fan of Charlie, huh? Oh yeah, absolute huge fan. He's Charlie. a great fantasy owner. It's fun. It's fun that almost everyone at the bottom of the league here just doesn't have their own draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's really smart. It tells like really, really awesome how all the top teams in our league own their draft picks, and they're the top teams in this league. Very fun. It's super fun actually yeah um hopefully hopefully everyone's learned a valuable lesson about uh how valuable their draft picks are this year 
I learned it last year. So anyway, Chris really learned it this year. <laughs> Chris definitely <laughs> learned it. He was so bad when I was the one who got like Miles Sanders. And yeah, he was sitting there with Corey Davis. Oh, <laughs> he was like, "This is cool. not happening again." In fact, I'm doing this to everybody else. Oh, and he did. And he, he did. very much did. Um, okay, Alex is eight for me. Alex was saying, "You got to move me up in the power rankings. I deserve it." And I was like, "You're right, Alex. You know what? You do, because Alex, you put together a heck of a lineup week in and week out. Guys that I'm not expecting to go off, I and mean, they just do." You had a guy in your starting lineup who had he had a total of 17 yards, but he scored 11 points. Well done, well done. Um, yeah, I think Tyreek Cohen is a viable flex play going forward because apparently the Bears just hate David Montgomery. They have a very love hate relationship. Marvin Jones, 43 yards, not a very good game. Oh wait, he had two touchdowns. John Brown is turning into a top five receiver in the league. Like, I don't know, man. Austin Eckler is still relevant. Quarterback position seems to score like a almost 40 for you every week. Um, yeah, his team's not that bad. Like, you look at, like, how much these guys play and get the ball, and you're like, this team isn't terrible. But I had to put him at eight. Yeah. Um... Alex is going to want to hope these players that are doing well stick because uh, he's got no first or second round draft pick. So. Why did yeah. he bet his second round pick? <laughs> I have no clue. Um, That's funny. I have no clue. Uh, uh, but yeah, number seven is Quinn for me. Um, and this was before I realized how many people he has out. Um. So, yeah, I'm just going to keep him here because I'm doubling down on my opinion, and my opinion's right. Quinn's number seven. I hope you're right because I want Quinn to beat Charlie out. I need that. Yeah, I don't think um, – it stinks because I really think the playoffs are just, like, cut and dry at this point unless some crazy things happen. You never so, know. Some crazy stuff could happen. Yeah, I did lose to Alex last week, so anything can happen. Exactly. Let's see what kind of lineup Quinn could put together after these waiver transactions. Yeah. Um, but I'm really gonna need I'm really gonna need you to catch uh Adante for me, please. Oh, that's you, you gotta win the next couple of weeks. That's not gonna happen. You don't think so? No, 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 no. Why not? I'm going to lose one of these games. We have Deshaun. We have the Houston Texans playing the New England Patriots the week I face Adante. You've been doing, John. Come on, I'm not into it. Fine. I'm I'm either going to lose this week or next week. My team really, they really don't like winning two in a row. Disagree. Come on, John. Make Adante's pick top five. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. All right. Anyway, um... I have. I mean, it doesn't. Our, that picks that picks determined by playoffs, anyways. So. Oh, okay, that's that's true. That's true. Yep. So that doesn't matter. I just need Charlie to lose. Um, yeah. Anyway, speaking of Charlie, he's seven for me, and I don't like his team because I think there's a lot of guys that aren't that good, but he's getting Saquon Barkley back, so I can't argue with that very much. Um, Barkley said this week that he doesn't want to sit; he wants to play. And he's going to get DK Metcalf off by. 
And I love those two players. I think those two players alone put Charlie ahead of Alex. Barely. Charlie's at seven. Is T.Y. Hilton ever going to play again for him? I don't think so. Neither is um, Alshon Jeffrey. Those guys are dead. Yeah, I guess so. Next year, maybe. Jeez, T.Y. Hilton's 30. I did not know that. He's an old man. So is Alshon Jeffrey. He's old. Yeah, he is. Um, He's very old. Number six for me is Max. Rough week for him, uh, but we knew he was going to have a rough week because he had his Seahawks on by alongside Aaron Jones. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was it, w- it wasn't a week we assumed Max was going to win. He also had Golden Tate on on by, so who has been a, a part of his his lineup. So, yeah, it wasn't. He almost pulled out the win, which is surprising. And but, he still almost did it. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we did not expect him to win this week. He's got Tank and Tom this week, so back in the W for him. I would have been uh, number one in the league. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have Max at six two. I don't have anything more to say. He had his three worst. He had his three best players on by, and he almost pulled it out. Um, he'll be fine going forward. We, we've looked at his team enough times. Like we know he's good. Like he can contend if his guys go off. So he's right about, there. It's all about week 13 statement matchup versus you. We'll see if you can win it. That is going to be a big matchup. I'm kind of scared for that one. But yeah. We'll see. Max is six. Who's five, John? I'm five. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Really? Yep. I am five. <laughs> I have, I have put myself at five and that means a certain someone is above me. Um, the luckiest team in the league is above me. But yeah, uh, my team. Yeah, I talked about my, I talk about this with you on Sunday. I was just a grumpy boy this week because of this because <laughs> of what was happening with my team. I was a I was grumpy all Sunday. Um, was not a fun Sunday for me. And yeah, I'm not into I'm not into my I, I think my team is good. It has talent, but they it's not a consistent enough talent sometimes to be able to win me multiple games in a row, which is required for the playoffs. Uh, I I must win three games in a row if I'm going to win everything. Uh, My team's really going to have to turn up. Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. Every once in a while, he doesn't like doing that. Um, Actually, every three games or so, he's like, I'm going to score sub 20 at least this week. And those are the weeks I really don't need that, Deshaun. Um, I'm going to need 20 and up, 20 and up every week, please. Uh, because I, I, I can't, I, it's so hard for me to put Josh Allen in over, over Deshaun sometimes, even though Josh Allen has consistently been, he's been that guy who consistently scores around 20. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, <laughs> it's crazy, but I think that's one of my biggest issues right now. The other issue is the tight end. Because I'm gonna have to put Goddard in now, but I know there's gonna be a week where Ertz just Ertz is just the guy, and Goddard does nothing, and that's unfortunate. But uh, that's my situation. So, mm-hmm. no, that's where you're at with the Disley injury. Um, I have a Dante at five. Um, I can't. It's hard because Lamar Jackson just makes his team so much better. Lamar Jackson is the top scoring player in the league. Um, I don't know what he's averaging, but I'm guessing it's over 40. Or it, no, nah, it's not over 40, but it's close to 40. Um, he scores like four touchdowns a week. 
Like, what are you going to do with that? Like, you can't stop this guy. He's just insane. Um, to a point where you almost have to hope that he gets benched. Like, that's your best bet, is that the Ravens somehow get up so big that Lamar Jackson just goes out. Like, his worst week recently was against the Patriots, and he still had 34. So, like, that just makes Adante's team so much better. It's insane. Um, yeah, it's just so top-heavy. But when you have a guy going for 40, all you need is, like, 60 from the rest of your team, and you're right there with anybody. You're around that 100-point mark. Um, yeah, I'm at five. He doesn't have the depth to contend to, for a title, though. Um, I got him at four because he doesn't need that depth. Bye weeks are going to be over soon. He doesn't need it. And Lamar, ja- like Lamar Jackson, can literally carry him to this to this title on his on his own. Um, yeah, this is I, I, the main reason I put him here was Lamar Jackson. I'm going to be honest, the not not too many other reasons. Um, I mean, I guess Ty. I mean, he has the other reason is I guess he has players alongside Lamar Jackson who haven't been the most consistent players. Some are hurt, some are old, but they will like someone is going to show up every week in order to compliment Lamar Jackson's 40 points and get him a win. And I think that's a winning formula. Uh, if he still had Devonta Freeman, man, that his team would be looking even nicer. That's fair, but if he's, he's out, he's done like for the year. So, yeah, he is. Um, yeah. Adante, officially unluckiest team in the league. Because he doesn't have Darren Sproles or Devonta Freeman. Oh, Devonta Freeman might play this week. Really? Does it say that? Yeah, it does. Trending in the right direction. AJ Green's still working out every once in a while, but who knows if he'll come back. Yeah, if he comes back in the playoffs, it is good. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, okay, I had Adante at five. I have you at four, John. Uh Despite a bad loss, in a bad loss, you still have a very good team here and a team that you just got to get in. Like you said, I'm not sure you can win three in a row. I really – I don't know. Your team's just going to have to get consistent and hot. But you're getting Derrick Henry back this week. DJ Moore looks like a very startable wide receiver too. DeAndre Hopkins is still going to be a one. Terry McLaurin is a flex player. Joe Mixon can compliment Dalvin Cook in the flex. Like, your team still is complete. You have enough pieces to play any week. So, and Michael Gallup will be your other flex. Like, that's that's a really good lineup. I still think you're very good. I don't want to play you in the playoffs. Um, yeah, you're, you're four. All right. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, Your starting but, lineup might be better than mine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. God, I should I start McLaurin this week or Gallup? Yeah. Uh, well, it's between those two. I think so. Why is it between those two? Who else is between James White? Al- Alan Robinson. Oh yeah, Alan Robinson. Where's Alan Robinson? Oh yeah, Alan Robinson. This guy stinks. But they're finally playing the Giants. It's up to you, man. I think it's just when the Bears are playing someone good, like Trubisky just sucks. But when they <laughs> like like Allen Robinson was able to put eleven against Detroit, like it's like 
I don't know. This whenever he's got a good matchup, I'm fine with playing Allen Robinson now. Okay. Um. Yeah, but I got. I mean, it's yeah. That's that's another part of my team I don't like is I I do have to make this decision every week because it's a very hard decision. I think the decision should just be made. Allen Robinson goes to the bench. Michael Gallup isn't a full time starter. Okay. I'm serious. DJ Moore is a full time starter. I'm more I'm more worried about Terry and. Uh, that mm-hmm. offense, that awful offense. I think Terry McLaurin has to be a starter for you. I think he's better than Allen Robinson. I also think he's better than Allen Robinson, but I don't like Dwayne Haskins. All right, let me ask you a question. You like Dwayne Haskins, or do you like uh, Mitch Trubisky better? They're both awful. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, I'd probably lean towards Haskins in this matchup, just because. They're going to be behind every game. They've got to throw the ball. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He has a tough stretch towards the end of the year, but I think it's Terry McLaurin or bust. All right. You got to ride him. He's a, we'll he's a flex two. It's a flex two. I know. Higher upside is Terry McLaurin. Like, yeah. He hasn't scored over 10 since week six. But he's scoring like nine and eight like every week, though. And that's without touchdowns. Like He's going to get in the end zone. Uh, but the Redskins have to do that first, which is very That's hard true. for them. Right, they are facing the Lions. But I think, I think this will be. <laughs> I think I think this will be the week the Redskins' offense does better. One can hope. Okay. Um, yeah, your team's got a dilemma, but you're going to make it. You're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. At number three, who do you got? Oh yes, I have you, Michael. What? Yeah, no I had, way! I had you here last week. What Ridiculous. do you want from me? What do you want from me? <laughs> Stop okay. yelling! Fine, fine. <laughs> I had you here last week. All right. The disrespect. It's the same. It's all I do is win. All no- I do is win. Nothing changed except the fact that Anthony lost, and he—I mean—he scored more than both you and Chris. Um, I don't know what you want me to do here. All three of you guys both scored like ninety. And Anthony lost unluckily because he was facing the one who scored 100. All three of you guys did pretty poor this week, if you ask me. I'm not hot on any of your guys' teams. All right, fine. Go. Just go. Um, I mean, it's still super even. Like, you have a great team. Dak is a great pickup for you in that trade because I think he is better than Aaron Rodgers. Even if it's slightly better, I think he's better than Aaron Rodgers. Um, fantasy wise, and he's putting up 40 pointers like Lamar Jackson, so that's good. Um, Debo Samuel is a good pickup for you. Uh, um, yeah, uh, he's got a shoulder injury, but he should be fine. Um, yeah, Debo's been picking up here at the end of the season. Tight end's the only is- position you got issue with, um, but Evan Ingram's out of his boot. He should hopefully be starting for you, not OJ Howard, because. I think O.J. Howard's career might have ended after that embarrass, embarrassing interception. It's over in Tampa Bay, I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. Like, they after that interception, I I think Brusarians, like, wanted to send this man home. I think he wanted to send this man packing. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, just a little bit of a disappointing week for me, and this was the week to have it, clearly, against Tanking Tom. So, uh, yeah. but your team's still insane, so... It, yeah. it you had Chris Carson on by as well. So um, mm-hmm. that's another reason you didn't do as well. And Tyreek Hill got zero. Yes, he did get injured. 
and Devonta Adams was on a bye. So you know, this was a week. This is a week you weren't going to score that much. Yeah. So I'm not going to put myself any lower than I did before. I have Chris at three. Um, Christian McCaffrey scored 26 without getting a touchdown. What the hell? Like, come on. Josh Jacobs scored 14 without getting a touchdown. Come on, man. That's insane. Like, stop it. Just stop it. Uh, Chris is going to start Kyler Murray the rest of the year. I think that's the only option. Kyler Murray is better than Tom Brady. He's the best option. He's the number four quarterback in fantasy. Like, yeah, I don't this know guy. what, what, I don't know what Chris is doing. <laughs> I mean, he can't start him this week because he's on a bye, but yeah, I don't know In why. In general, what are you doing? Like, Tom Brady blows. Start start Mark Andrews. Start Kyler Murray. Like, use your team. Um, that being said, I don't like the direction that Cooper Cup is trending right now. He doesn't have a quarterback. Jared Goff blows. He got three targets this week. So that means that in – so since week six, he's had a three-point game, an eight-point game, a zero, and a four-point game. So that's not good. That's not good for Cooper Cup owners. Um, yeah, I don't know. Team's trending down, in my opinion. Play Mark Andrews, play Kyler, Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, he's three. All right. Um, two for me is Anthony. Oh my God, you did make it. <laughs> I did it again. Um, yeah, uh, just not. I mean, Anthony's team's still really good. We've been saying this all year, which kind of stinks. And it's kind of scaring me for Anthony's team because he's got amazing talent, but his amazing talent, it's not showing up every week. I mean, Nick Chubb, 11 points is good, but um, Nick Chubb's been his like mainstay this year. He needs more than 11 points. Um, I guess I guess Nick Chubb's been in the tens tens area lately, which kind of stinks for him. And now that Hunt's there, seems where it seems where it's sticking. Um, he needs he needs uh, Mahomes. Obvi- I mean, if Mahomes scores more than eighteen, he wins. And I think we all expected Mahomes to score like thirty. And I think Anthony should have won here. Um, James Conner's been a disappointment for him. I don't know what he was doing. Starting Curtis Samuel, we both talked about that. Geis is back, and he looked great. So Anthony's got a lot of positives, some negatives, some things he's got to work out, like starting Sutton, like obviously starting Sutton instead of Curtis Samuel. Don't know why he did that. Uh, yeah, good team, but but I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to get a little worried for some things because because his his top talent isn't really living up to it this year for some reason. Uh, I disagree. I, I don't disagree with the fact that some of his talent isn't quite where it should be, but I disagree that he's as low as two. Um, I, I say that like that's a bad thing, but I, I don't think he's two. I have him at one, which means I have myself at two. Um, yeah, I still love this team. This team is great. Um, if I get it at full strength, I... I think it, it's right up there with Chris's starting lineup. It's right up there with Anthony's starting lineup. I think it's right up there with your starting lineup. Like Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson, Devontae Adams. And now if Ty- Tyree Kill's going to be fine, I'm not too worried about him. But Tyree Kill, Evan Ingram, Debo Samuel, and uh, Mike Evans. That's pretty darn good. I think Debo Samuel is here to stay. He's made like the most men, most men miss. Um in the NFL this season, 
that's insane. Like as far as wide receivers are concerned, and he's a rookie. I think this guy's a superstar. I'm very, very happy with Debo Samuel. Um, yeah, I think this lineup is going to carry me to uh, a first round buy, eleven and three record, or sorry, ten and three record, and I'll be ready for the playoffs when it starts. Yeah, just keep on waiting. Keep on waiting. God, I'm stressed. All right. Um, Do it. Fine. Just tell me about Chris's team. Chris's team is number one for me. Uh, yeah, he had a little bit of an off week, but like you're, I mean, I think you perfectly explained it earlier in the show when we we're talking about luckiest teams. I think like that, like made me real. That made me realize, dang, this guy put together a squad this year. Um, and he got so many draft picks while doing it, which is crazy. Uh, but he has a great team. I mean, Chris McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs are great running backs. I think Kyler Murray is one of the best fans. I, I expected this at the beginning of the year, but he's finally living it up. And he's living up to, I mean, two games against San Francisco now in the past three weeks, both of them 30-plus. Uh, that defense is very good, and he is, he's been tearing them up both times. Uh, even though they weren't able to pull out the win. Yeah, he, uh, he's he got a great quarterback there, Kyler Murray. If you had Tom Brady, I would not like this team that much. So Kyler Murray is very, actually very, very key here. His wide receivers, have, I mean, this week obviously didn't do that well. I think Amari Cooper is not going to drop five points every week. This was a random dud. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I am a little bit more. I'm worried about Cooper Cup like you are. I am because I'm not into Jared Goff right now. He's not doing well. Keenan Allen, this man stole Keenan Allen, and he's back in the end zone now. Um, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> I don't know what Charlie was thinking. In panic mode for him, I guess. Drew, Drew Brees was really worth it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I st- I, Chris's team is still the most impressive to me. He's still got, I mean, Devin Singletary didn't have the week he had, hasn't had the weeks he had back in the 23-13 weeks, but he's still a good talent. Uh, he's still got Odell on his bench. Obviously, he's talented. I don't know if he'll ever start him again, and I don't know if he should. Um, but he could randomly be good here at the end of the season. We'll see. Cleveland's got, like, not too tough of a schedule here so he is facing Miami this week and then he's got Mark Andrews he's got a lot got a lot on his bench too so I think Chris I think that the top three are are all very good any one of them could win but I I like Chris's chances the most right now okay okay um I have Anthony at one uh Anthony had decent week and his team scored two touchdowns like his team scored 100 points, and he had two touchdowns between everybody. It's not going to be the case every week. Like he's going to find a way to score more than two touchdowns. Like Alvin Kamara, he came back with 17, didn't score. Leonard Fournette, net gain of 57 yards and seven catches, didn't score. Like Hunter Henry, 69 yards receiving, didn't score. Like this isn't going to be the case every week. James Conner is going to be better. Like he, he's got to be right. I don't know. You just feel like this guy's going to be better. If not, this is where you insert guys like Cortland Sutton. Like, you have the depth to do this. That's what um, Anthony's built. And he's got Darius Geis. That's another guy who you can insert and 
you can basically put plug these guys in and win a championship. And that's what you need at this point of the year. So I have Anthony at one still. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited. Excited to see who can uh, pull this off. I'm excited to see if me, Max, or Adante can, can sneak in and surprise somebody here. Yeah, I'm hoping it not. No, that'd be, that'd be nice not to. <laughs> it'd be fun. Maybe Adante though. could. It'd be it'd be it'd be fun if we get it we could get some nice little upsets. I think no one is looking at me, Max or Dante as as championship material here, but we'll see. Uh, I think you're still championship material. Yeah, we'll see. God, I wish, Michael. I wish my team. Uh, yeah, your team <laughs> dies sometimes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, next week I think. It, see, the end of the year has been very disappointing. I'm bored. The bottom of the league has really fallen apart. Yeah. Like, the guys at the bottom just aren't doing anything. There's no real chance for upsets. People are tanking. So I think this week's going to be clear, pretty clear cut. Um, I'm going to go down the line. I'm going to say I beat a Dante close. That's probably the game of the week. Um, Max will set his lineup and beat Tom. Chris will beat Charlie pretty handily. I think you'll beat Quinn pretty easily, and Anthony will beat Alex. Yeah, I think this is another unfortunately easy week. Next week, we've got some more exciting matchups, like me and Adante and you and Max. Um, but then, yeah, this week is just just another draft, another another week that makes me be like, should I stream this week? Because I really don't think there's anything exciting to talk about. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just basically you versus Adante. Alex might be able to pull off another upset, maybe. And then me and Quinn is the other one that's... I think Chris just destroys Charlie, and then Max obviously beats the Tank and Tom. Um, but yeah, I think the... the pretty ob- I, I think the closest to an upset could be Adante over you, but everything else is pretty no it's certainly possible yeah i'm gonna have to hope that lamar jackson just doesn't explode on monday night football yeah so that'll be that'll be the only exciting we only get one exciting matchup we'll see see what happens we will see and if debo samuel and evan ingram are full strength i like my chances yeah um okay that's that's this week it's it's been good we we crowned the luckiest and unluckiest teams once again, we trash talk Chris for a little while. Another good day. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Oh, is that it? Anything more you got to say to the the people, John? I don't think I have anything else to say. Just uh, good luck to everybody, and uh, can't wait for playoffs because I am getting quite bored with these uh, easy matchups here. These matchups are boring. Yes. All right. Peace.